I just want to say a word about Shirley Silver. You know, I, I say this often, but it is the case that in most situations where where donors make a gift to an agency or an institution, they get a, a thank you, hopefully a beautiful thank you, and that's where the involvement ends. I like to say, you know, when people make a gift to the Metropolitan Opera, Peter Gelb does not then say, would you like to sing Carmen in the next season, right? He says, thank you very much. But that's not how we operate because the people who are making gifts to the JCC are in fact expert singers, right? They know from firsthand what is needed and they are, I don't, auxiliary staff. I don't know a better way to, to put it to the JCC, and, and Shirley and her team that she built with Allison Kleiman, the amazing Allison Kleiman, really built adaptations together. This was not a situation where we received a gift and then we ran with it and Shirley went on to play golf. That is not what happened here. She would um, encourage us and applaud us and criticize us and there were plenty of times when it, was, it became clear that in some ways this program was not perfect for her son. And yet she not only continued to support it, but increased her support to the point in which we were able to name the Jack and Shirley Silver Center for Special Needs because she understood what it means to be a parent in this town and have your child ignored and have your child unsupported. And she cared about children and young adults, not just her child. That is the definition of a leader. Welcome to season five of 76 West, recorded appropriately in an office at the corner of West 76th Street and Amsterdam Avenue in New York City. In past years, you've heard conversations with some of the great thinkers of our time. This season, you're going to hear the voice of one of them, Rabbi Joy Levitt. Sometimes she'll be by herself, sometimes accompanied by the amazing people who helped make the program she shepherded a reality. Joy works, worked, best in collaboration with others, people who pushed her, prodded, who inspired her as much as she inspired them. That's going to be, is, her legacy to the Marlene Meyerson JCC Manhattan. A spirit of positivity, of moving onward and upward, taking a simple idea, a Jewish community center, and elevating it beyond what anyone would use as their definition. It took a professionally upsetting and embarrassing incident for Rabbi Joy Levitt to realize just how far the JCC, and indeed all Jewish communal agencies, had to go when it came to treating those in its neurodiverse community. But evolved the JCC did, thanks to the largesse and personal knowledge of people like Jack and Shirley Silver, whose Center for Special Needs at the JCC became the home of numerous groundbreaking programs. Among them was Adaptations, a supportive community for adults in their 20s and 30s that offered individuals with a high level of independence a place to socialize, learn, grow, and deepen their connections to one another through structured social, recreational, and employment programs. Thanks to an extraordinary lay professional partnership, the seeds planted by the Silvers came to provide 
multiple pathways to fostering independence, finding passion, and experiencing the richness of community. I came to the JCC in 1997, and we were in rented space on 65th Street in the Guild for the Blind. And my job was to think about what was going to inhabit this building that was going to be built over the next several years. And I remember vividly a phone call from a random community member who said, I have two children on the spectrum autistic spectrum. I'd like to know what the JCC is planning um, programmatically. I'm embarrassed to say I hardly knew what that was. Um, It was a long time ago. Um, And the community was not talking about this, particularly the Jewish community was not talking about this. And yet, I knew what our muscle was. Our muscle was, come talk to us and tell us what you need. And um, so I did. And I said, get your friends together and come talk. And the following week, 60 parents showed up at this rented space. There was literally not room for these people to sit. And when I, when I, I only surely would understand the pain that was in that room, um, not, not only because they, these are parents that were facing really challenging um, issues for their children, but because the Jewish community was simply not showing up on this issue, um, with the exception, I would say, of, um, of those in the ultra-Orthodox community, which I think was actually doing a better job. But certainly in the, in the liberal Jewish community, it was as though this issue just did not exist. The one thing that I do recall was feeling terrified at the possibility of trying to do something that I didn't do well. Like the idea that we would, you know, try a gymnastics class and it wasn't perfect, eh, it's not the end of the world. But if you do a a program for people with special needs and you screw it up, that is bad. So that, in some ways, I would say immobilized me um, for much of this conversation because much of what what these folks needed was way outside of what we could imagine. But at the end of the conversation, somebody mentioned that they needed babysitters. They needed trained babysitters to work with their kids because they couldn't go out to the supermarket at night or go to take a walk with their spouse or go to a movie and just call a kid in the building, which everybody else could do. So I thought, okay, that's something we could do. And our first special needs tiptoeing into that world was to set up a a babysitting training program for parents um, who needed babysitters. And it was very successful for many years, and I feel really proud of it. We partnered with with LaGuardia High School, where there were plenty of kids that wanted to earn some money and get training. And many of those kids went on to work in special needs camps and made special needs a career choice because of that program. Now it gets a little painful, but this podcast is about honesty. So, so, and Shirley and I are nothing but honest with each other. So I got a phone call from one of our board members asking me to interview a, a young person 
um, who was looking for a job. He had been working at the 14th Street Y. Um, he wanted a change, and would I see him? And that's all the background I got. And we said, sure. And Susan Zuckerman at the time was doing HR, interviewed him, and it was 100% clear from the interview to her that he was not interested in a job. Um, he didn't he didn't make eye contact. He wasn't, he, he was dismissive. He, he just like was clearly there in her judgment because his father told him to go. So I didn't see this interview. I didn't know very much about it. I just heard and I needed to close the loop. So I called his dad and I said, uh, look, it, it doesn't seem that your son is interested in a job. And that was kind of the end of the conversation. I don't remember how much longer it was before I got a phone call from Anita Altman at, um, but it was within a year, I would imagine. Um, I got a call from Anita Altman at Federation saying that she and um, a lay leader at Federation were shopping an idea for a program for young adults with social and uh, with social challenges. I think we were not identifying it in those days in any diagnostic way. For young adults to have community, Shabbat, Jewish living, job training, socialization, all those things. And I was really interested because I really did feel like we, we were now ready to get involved in this. So I said, please, come on down. And in walked Shirley Silver and Anita Altman. I'll never forget this meeting because Shirley walked in looking unhappy. That was, that's what I registered. I, don't, I didn't know why she looked unhappy. I just, uh, by the way, I would say I was not so happy either because Anita had mentioned to me they had already been at the Educational Alliance in 92nd Street wide. So I was like, oh, like, what are we, chop liver? But, you know, I wanted the program, so I, I was willing to take the meeting. But I didn't know why Shirley was mad, or maybe she wasn't mad. Here's Shirley Silver. No, I, I, really, I really wasn't, and I, I know about... Uh, I. I totally remember my son coming over to be interviewed for a job that he had no clue why he was even going to this interview. Frankly, I love this building. I love the transparency. There was something about that it was a glass building and that it was transparent. I did not, of course, make the connection right away um, between Shirley and her son. At a certain point in the meeting, the light bulb went off in my head, and I realized who this is. And I said, you're Lee's mother. And Shirley, as I remember, said, yeah, and you really didn't handle that thing well. That's how I remember it. You may not have said it that way. Maybe I just heard it that way because we didn't handle it well. It was a very, very important professional moment for me because I could have gotten defensive. The whole thing was poorly set up by everybody, and we responded badly because we didn't know what we were dealing with. And we didn't have the training to understand, ah, this is a person that needs a different kind of interview. And so I said to Shirley, well, I, if ever there was a moment in which there's clarity about why we need this program, it's this moment exactly. Because if the JCC, which is the most forward-thinking Jewish organization in New York, 
got this wrong, it's never going to get right without a program. Going back to the situation with my son, I, I was surprised that you were unprepared for him, but you were unprepared for him because nobody prepared you for him. <laughs> you, you know, the board member, who I remember who it is, but maybe he didn't understand. Maybe he had a casual conversation with Jack, and Jack said, I'm sending over my son, and that's probably what happened. And it, as you said, it just shows that employment is really still you know, at the top of the list. Uh, we have an amazing social and community program, but we, and we have job coaching, but we need a lot more job development and, and job coaching. And that's one of the most important, you know, for a person to be able to work. What's, what's been remarkable, particularly for the Center for Special Needs, is how other centers have, um, have worked with, with the Center for Special Needs and they with us. David Shub used to say, and I, and I really think it's true, that as much as we wanted to create a home for people with special needs, um, particularly young adults um, and adults, we also wanted to change the way in which our community understood or misunderstood this community. It was every bit as important to permeate the institution with the Silver Center in our health and wellness and in Jewish living and in Israel and in arts and ideas and in film and you know, that, that's how Real Abilities really started, uh, because we wanted to make this much more visible um, in our community. And, and the jobs program that we are, have created meant that, you know, obviously pre-pandemic, we had lots of folks from Adaptations working here at the JCC. One of the great projects that Hannah Kaplan-Cohen um, was involved with was the Shabbat shop. Um, here we were, um, having a group of people from adaptations paired with volunteers to sell challah and grape juice and candles and chazarai, <laughs> uh, you know, Judaica, um, every Thursday and Friday. It was a service to the community. It made a little money, but most importantly, it gave these young people an opportunity to build their resume by showing that they had employment, they were paid, they were doing marketing and, ch and buying and selling and, and all the things that are involved with the creation of a shop. And I, I really look forward to the time when we can do that again, because it, it was really a special opportunity. And I think there are many, many more such opportunities that we should be investing in, not only here at the JCC, but throughout the Jewish community and beyond. But also, the idea that um, that there were interns in the nursery school, you know, in in the in the gym and physical education programs, um, that there were uh, Shabbat dinners here, that there are, you know, su Sundays every Sunday, um, 
programs for uh, adaptations. The Center for Special Needs at the JCC Manhattan has become the bellwether for many, many, many other community centers in the city of New York, in Long Island, Westchester, Suffolk County, uh, Nassau County, New Jersey, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, okay? And and it's because we led the way and they look to us for inspiration and uh, I'm very proud of that. Uh, I mean, we're at the top of the class. I mean, it's unbelievable that, that this has happened. I, I am so proud of the, uh, the people who work in the center. They are amazing, you know, amazing people. Shirley was dead on that Jewish organizations were unprepared to understand the extraordinary contributions that these young people can make and should be making in our community um, and the opportunities that our community has to gather these folks and, and help them see a path to an engaged Jewish future. And I just want to emphasize this point because I think um, the strength of the JCC is, is the lay professional partnership. And, and, um, and that is because we have an extraordinary staff who is not just good at what they do, but has their ear to the ground and, and treats the people that need us not just with dignity and respect, but with real sense of partnership. And that, I think, has nowhere been as evident as in the Silver Center. That's Rabbi Joy Levitt and Shirley Silver. 76 West is a presentation of the Marlene Meyerson JCC Manhattan. The series was produced and edited by me, Eric Winnick. Our theme music was written and performed by Peril Wolf. If you enjoyed this podcast, please check out the other seasons of 76 West, available on iTunes, Google Play, and anywhere else podcasts are available. You can also listen to our episodes at mmjccm.org slash 76-West. Please subscribe and give us a rating on iTunes if you enjoyed the show. Every little bit helps. Until next time, we'll see you around the neighborhood. <laughs>